Hello, hello, and welcome to the Embody Your Soul podcast. I'm your host, Alexandra Shelley, also known as a modern medium. And the mission of this podcast is to create a sacred space for us all so we can tap in and discover how we can connect to our divine selves through spiritual connection and best practices. If you are new here, thank you so much for finding me. And if you are a regular listener, thank you so much for coming back to listen in on the magic and support the podcast and my mission. If you haven't already, follow the podcast wherever you love to listen. Follow me on Instagram at the modern medium underscore. If you are looking for ways to work with me, head to my website at themodernmedium.co. I am also currently recruiting beautiful souls in my group coaching program, Meet Your Spirit Guides. If you've been listening to me for a bit or following me for a bit, you will probably think this sounds very familiar. This is also a private mentorship container, but I've created a group container and I am so, so excited about it. The start date is March 4th, so there is plenty of time. I have a beautiful price right now, $7.25. I'm also doing payment plans of two or three for my clients that have already snagged the beautiful price. And I am so, so excited. This price is only limited to the first four people that sign up. So don't miss out on this. And that's pretty much it. Yes, I'm really, really excited about my group coaching program. If you want to learn more about it and you feel like this is a full body yes and we can just get all the details kind of sorted out, please email me at hello at themodernmedium.co or DM me on Instagram. Let me know that you're interested or simply click the Calendly link below and you can book a call with me and we can get we can just get chatting. Hello, you guys. I'm really, really excited about this guest. I love him so much. I've been following him for about like a year and a half. I learned so much from him. He makes me a smarter, more wise, more potent, just a, just a better psychic medium in general simply by following him. He is such a wealth of knowledge and he's such a beautiful soul. I deeply, deeply resonate with his work and I really, really admire what he's done with his spiritual practice. Honestly, he is such a beautiful expander for me. I really, really admire and expect the work that he's doing. What I also really love about him is that not only is he around my age and he is kind of creating an in creating a pocket of mediumship that is current and it's dynamic and it's playful and it's strong and smart and nimble but also he is very much involved in the traditions he is very much involved in the medium in the mediumship community which i am really really about i love him his name is sean collins he is a psychic medium he is based in australia he has helped coach and mentor and has read thousands of people. He is so beautiful. He has all kinds of beautiful programs and he's just incredible. I just learned so, so much from him. And in this episode, we talk about incarnation. We talk about soul contracts and what they mean. We talk about karma and what that means for a soul to come back in this lifetime to, to take care of karma. We talk about ghosts, which I it blew my mind and it so deeply resonated with my soul because I've never really been obsessed with ghosts. I have never really taken them that seriously. 
And I think just by the mediums I've been trained by, the ethics I've learned, and then once I heard this, it really, really boiled it down for me. It's so powerful. So if you are scared of ghosts, if you have a whole thing about them, listen to this. You are Your mind is going to be blown and it's going to show you how much power we have, how much agency we have, and how much power we give away without even realizing it. We also talk about just really curiosity with spirit and deep, deep reverence for the spirit world. That's what one of the many things I also love about Sean as well. He has such a deep reverence for the divine, and it just shows through and through. And we talk about just being a psychic medium, and we also talk about ethics as a medium, which usually comes up with a lot of psychic mediums I have on the show because we are all about ethical, fundamental mediumship and working from the purest heart space. And if you are looking to follow Sean, to get to know him, to work with him, join any of his courses, he is on Instagram at Sean Collins. And you are just going to lose it. So informative. All of his reels are a vibe, so aesthetically pleasing and so packed with information. And so is this episode. I love you guys so, so much. I'm really excited for you all to meet him. And let's just get right in. Make sure the hair's in order first. First and foremost. <laughs> this, is my, this is what I'm known for is good hair. <laughs> so I've got to make sure I'm up to it. <laughs> no, the, the shelf no. can't drop. The shelf no. cannot drop. I'm cunning now. definitely not oh my god you guys i'm so excited finally i get to connect with our beautiful amazing sean collins i have tricked him to come onto the podcast (laughs) um and i feel like i've already said this to you but i learned so much from you it is so incredible i love connecting with you love following you and i can't wait to connect more on so many levels and just have you share all of your wisdom with our listeners. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm very, very excited to be here. (laughs) Yay. Okay. So because the name of this podcast is Embody Your Soul, we start off strong. Mm. And Sean, so in your own interpretation, what does it mean to embody your soul? Mm, I love that. And that's what um, I think really drew me to you in the first place as well, is that you're all about soul embodiment. And that truly is the keys to everything in this world. Like if you are disconnected from your own soul, then you're disconnected from everything in this entire universe. So it is for the most foremost thing to put your focus into and to 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 start with in your spiritual development, because it leads to everything opening up for you but to me on that like more quantum level your embodiment of your soul is basically getting enough awareness of your own ego mind so that you can create enough space in your energy in your body and in your energy for your soul to be embodied because I believe like we don't actually our soul doesn't sit inside of our body it's not like when we die the bottle cap goes off and then we whoosh out. It's like our soul still resonates at the same frequency of the spirit world. And a part of us is able to be incarnated and guided into this reality. But I think that soul embodiment 
is essentially just being in the most like layman's terms possible focused on experiencing joy in your life mm, yes absolutely and that means so much to me thank you uh yeah it's I would say when I realized that I, you know, I was meant to be a medium and what I wanted to do in this work is I'm like, okay, it was the most fulfilling experience waking up to my soul. And I'm like, this is what I want people to feel too. Like, this mm -hmm. is what, this is everyone's birthright. Why are we all asleep when we all have the opportunity to be in the juiciness of our soul? So thank you for sharing that. So, so beautiful. And so let's just start off. And so my vision, my little vision here for the questions is to kind of make it like make sense with like a timeline kind of beginning to end or, you know, just circular at least. So we incarnate on earth and we incarnate on earth and we have soul contracts. And if you're listening to this, I'm sure you've heard of them or maybe you've kind of understood yours, but Sean, I'd love to hear your interpretation of soul contracts and why they are so important. Mm. So I think from my perspective and from what I've received from the spirit world, like soul contracts all come down to desirable experiences to your soul. And they do not mean that they are positive or negative to your human or to your ego, but your soul sees that as an opportunity to grow, to expand, to learn something, to uh, become more advanced in a certain way. And I think that our human thinks, how, how the hell would I sign myself up for something as difficult, as painful as this? Why would I ever choose this for myself? But your soul does not hold the same weight on the difficulty of a situation. And it sees the potential and the, the growth that can come out of any situation. And I think that soul contracts are things that are like non-negotiables to your soul. Like you will always return towards them to be led back into circumstances or situations where that same lesson, that same thing is going to present itself so that you can move through it and understand and receive the lesson that you have chosen to receive in that time. And I think with like manifestation, we have free will with and amongst everything, but soul contracts are the only thing that play a, they're the only rule towards manifestation. Like if something is not in alignment with your soul contracts, you will never be able to manifest it because it's like your higher guidance and it's you being led in a certain direction. And if you're trying to achieve something, trying to manifest something and your soul puts a big block in front of your face, then I think it's because it's not in alignment with those contracts. 100% no that makes so much sense and it's so perfect I was just <clears throat> I was just remembering this question I had I was thinking to myself a while ago and I was like oh my gosh I should totally ask Sean this and I was like no no no, I'll like wait until we're on the podcast but what I find really fascinating and I feel like this can kind of be like a two-way conversation is if the soul if we're if we have come from the thread of the creator God source. And that's what's so interesting to me is because our intuition is like, is the soul all knowing or is it only all knowing until we 
kind of experience the lives and the the lessons we've needed to learn and then we become like an ascended master or whatever the heck. But I was like, wait a second, because if, if our soul wants us to go through these lessons, then maybe our soul isn't all knowing, like maybe only the creator can be all knowing. So mm. I don't even know if that made sense, but I, yeah, I was thinking about that the other day and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> yeah. I, the way I see it is that our soul would choose to go through every possible experience, every possible, to see through the lens of every possible experience. And I see us as kind of like this giant diamond and a ball of divine energy that reflects in so many different directions. And what we're able to access of that is such like a, a narrow part and piece of it. Mm-hmm. And if we were like 100% soul and body, we would be like those monks you hear about in the Himalayas who meditate for 12 years and then just ascend into a, a light body. Like that's what 100% soul embodiment looks like. And I'd say like the majority of people um, range between like 10 to 20%. And like on that 20% of soul embodiment, that's like an amazing uh, committed person to their spiritual development and to honoring that part of themselves. But I guess in terms of what you're saying with uh, isn't our soul all knowing, I think that it is, but it's about how much experience it wishes to live. And that could be the most painful lifetime out of all. Like, it, like you could be one lifetime living Cleopatra, queen of, you know, Egypt and living like a queen. And then your next life used to be a homeless man struggling with drug addiction, living on the side of the street because your soul sees both of those experiences as desirable. That makes a lot of sense. And especially with, I mean, how beautiful and how special it is to incarnate on earth. So that makes a lot of sense where it's like, I'm going to get every single experience I can so I can really like have the perspective of like the entirety of the soul and like what the soul can really be and like what it is. So Mm. I resonate. Yes. Mm. And so then when it comes to incarnating soul contracts, uh, you, you had a really good reel on like reincarnation and past lives and karma. And I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory, but I'd love you to kind of talk about it in terms of how can we look at karma as a really beautiful opportunity instead of a burden? Mm, Yeah. And it's funny because people use that word karma in all aspects and like there's karma and dharma in that tradition where it comes from. And the dharma is like you do good and you receive good and the karma is the like what you leave behind and the negative impacts you want to learn from uh, or you you have to receive back and what goes out comes back in. I think it all comes back to that principle. But on that like soul contract reincarnation level, uh, the way that I have been guided to understand it by my spirit team is that when our soul, when that pure divine part of all of us returns to the spirit world, even if this is an evil person, even if this is a person who is living a life so disconnected from their soul, whatever percentage of that is 
de detached and returns to the spirit world, what is left behind? If that is powerful enough, if that is uh, strong enough, if there is so much work that hasn't been done, like in those cases of people who are doing e committing evil acts and living very negatively and creating a horrible impact on the people and the world around them, those are the energies that can be strong enough to be left behind and interact with their environment in a way that is uh, stimulated by consciousness. But that itself, it's not consciousness. And I think those energies, they draw upon our own intelligence. So like an entity or a whatever you want to call that, a ghost, they draw upon the intelligence of a creative consciousness, which is a soul, so that they can appear as intelligent themselves. But really, it's us kind of interacting with it and us controlling it and us being tricked into giving our power and giving our energy away to it so that it can continue to become more of that energy that it already consists of. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God. I'm like head. <laughs> now I'm saying I'm like dead. Re rewind and, and go over that one more time. So I know it's, it's, yeah. it's too long for me to try and wrap my head around this. But essentially what is left behind if it is not taken with them, that soul sees that energy. Okay, those are my lessons. That is what I need to work on. That is what I need to go back and learn in my next go of earth school. And when they incarnate, that's that person that is incarnated collects that energy again. And that mm -hmm. energy exists with them from their beginning. And that is where the uh, concept of karma comes from is that we take back on what we left behind, even in the form of an innocent child. Good, sweet Lord. So <laughs> crazy. And honestly, because why not? Because I even told you I was so excited for you to talk about this and share this, um, is ghosts and what the heck and heck and Bob their deal is because they're not as scary as you think you guys. So Sean, take it away. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> it's taking me a long time to wrap my head around and understand, but yeah, essentially, I don't believe in any kind of earthbound spirit and any kind of ghost in the way that they are seen and portrayed by the movies and by some people out there who aren't necessarily uh, what I would consider the most ethically trained mediums. I think it is very easy to misinterpret what these energies are and how they interact with us. I think that it's a very easy mistake to make. And when you aren't, uh, aware and when you aren't really developed and guided by people who have been doing this for longer than you uh, you can easily pick up on one of those en energies and believe that that is a soul that is trapped and that is left behind but the thing is whenever we connect into any energy we aren't necessarily feeling whatever we're feeling because it's what that energy wants us to feel we feel our own emotional response to that energy so it triggers emotions within us. But ghosts, you know, this whole thing of like, I'm bringing, go into the light. I'm here to help you. I'm here to um, help this soul to transition. 
from this world into the next. I believe that's a very real process as well. But what we are actually doing is we are being the bridge between the spirit world and the earthly realm and assisting that soul to understand and gather that energy they left behind without having to actually incarnate. So it's like we are interacting with that energy that they left behind. And when we're saying, I'm drawing upon the light here, go into the light, what that light actually is, is that soul returning to that space so that the bridge can be made from a medium. So that's the way that we can kind of assist souls to continue developing and continue to growing throughout their earthly life uh, while we are here. Like we do that service for people by connecting people to their loved ones, but we can also do that service for the spirit world by helping them to continue growing by um, reintroducing them to that energy that they left behind from that pure state that they are. And that's why I think it's like we feel like, oh, I'm helping this lady go to the light where really the light is her soul and the lady is what she left behind. Jeez Louise. And I guess what's that's what's so fascinating is why would the soul leave it behind? Would it be because they're trying to, like they're very attached to that experience or mm. it's kind of like for others to still have that remnant? I don't know. I think it's not really a choice that we have awareness of because we're like, if we're living in that state and we're so... Um, in our darkness and we're so controlled by our ego the moment we die we release that human we mm. release that ego and we we go straight back to that frequency that we come from so whatever is left behind is kind of like that's distance from us and we have to come back here to do that work again to actually um, you know go through it and move through it again uh, I think there are those unique situations where people can assist a soul from the spirit world to pick up something and uh, gather it. But I don't think that means that soul wouldn't still choose to come back and have those lessons again. I think that's mm. kind of all the nature of um, and the intention of all the souls in the spirit world to watch Earth move through these cycles of consciousness. Like we all come here because we want this place to become better. We want it to evolve and we grow ourselves through trying to make the world a better place. And mm -hmm. I think the earth goes through waves of consciousness and goes through cycles the same way that we do. And right now we are in a time of massive awakening and of those frequencies shifting and of everything speeding up in a really amazing way. And I think that the spirit world are on board with that. Like they want to see that and assist that because it is such a profound and amazing experience to be incarnated on planet Earth for. And I think people think about all the stuff that's going on in the world at the moment. They think, why the, why the fuck? Excuse me. Sorry, I haven't allowed, allowed to swear on this. Oh, rob them. <laughs> why the fuck would I come here when all of this crap is going on? Why wouldn't I come and be here when the Egyptians were living like this? And why wouldn't I come here in the times of Atlantis? Why wouldn't I come when it was much more simple life? But what's happening right now is we are in like the peak of the chaos and of that fight and of that war and frequencies that on the other side of this is just going to be the most amazing and incredible thing that we achieve as a collective, I believe. Mm -hmm. 
That's so incredible. Yeah, I I resonate with you and it was it was so wild yesterday. I was, you know, I was doing some work and I was like, what should I do? And I was like, okay, I'm going to write and I just kind of channel wrote with spirit and they were really clear. They're like, you like, th- like this wheel of time is like turning almost like, what do you call them? The, the sand. They're pretty much saying like, we're going like this because it has to. And like, and it's just, yeah. So I, I totally resonate with that. And it's so, so exciting. And I guess what's, that makes a lot of sense, especially with, the with souls leaving behind something because it was so traumatic and when it when I saw what you posted about it and it really resonated with me because not that I was I've never really been obsessed with ghosts like I don't know there's weirdos that are like ghost hunters I'm like why um whatever (laughs) and so there's this terrifying show I don't know if you've ever heard of it but it was called haunted and it was these people that <clears throat> for the first time would confess to their loved ones that they were haunted. Like they had this terrible paranormal haunting experience and then they would like reenact it. And it was, it was horrifying. It was so scary. And the pattern though, I realized I'm like every single one of these people are in incredibly traumatic situations. Like they're in a home that is like really, really messed up drug abuse, addiction, um, yeah, just like terrible, like molestation, awful, awful things. And people really in like just a hard, hard place. So it makes sense why those things would be left behind in those places. And then those people would be in that environment. And then I guess taking on that energy and then all of that kind of happening. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm just. <laughs> yeah. I No, I totally know what you mean. And it's like, I think what we forget or what we have forgotten is that there's so much more to understand than just earth and the spirit world. It's not that black and white. Um, and I believe that there amongst this earth are multiple different dimensions and frequencies where there are life forms and where there are incarnated beings. And I think that we blur the lines and we think anything that is not of a physical nature is the spirit world, is a soul, is something to do with that. But there is so much more than that. And the only aspect that I'm ever talking about, well, that I'm usually talking about is from the creative consciousness that we all are and that we are a spark of the divine. And people are like, but what about this? What about this? What about these people getting pulled out of bed? And what about all of this stuff that's going on? Like, um, there's so much more to understand than just spirit and earth. And I think that with those energies, like with what is left behind from people, what we would consider to be ghosts, is uh, an energy that wants to continue existing. It doesn't have a conscious like it doesn't have something in the driver's seat it's just an energy it's just a memory replaying itself it's just an energetic imprint that when it comes into contact with an intelligence with a creative consciousness that's when it can appear to be intelligent and it can interact in a way that makes it seem like it's intelligent but really it's not the case it's just trying to trick us into giving our energy away to it 
so unreal. So unreal. It mm. makes so much sense. And honestly, I, the way, <laughs> there's probably a better word for it, but it it made me remember it because it made me laugh. But when I realized, I'm like, energy is like stupid. Like energy needs to be told what to do. If energy knew something was bad or good, it would go to good. But when we put energy towards something like not good, it goes there. And I'm like, oh my God, that's literally all it takes. Like you have to direct your energy. And so that makes a lot of sense with like, it's simply mirroring back the energy to you and if you're going to give it away or not. And then it also makes so much sense. Like all, like, I love what you said, and I think one of the reasons why I really resonate with you and love you is you're a very ethical medium, and that's something I'm so, so passionate about is being super ethical, is you shouldn't be, like, worried about that stuff anyways. Like, it's fine. Like, there's so much fear-mongering, and especially when I was I got Reiki certified, I'm like, who am I to say that I need to protect my energy from let's say a client, would they need to protect their energy from me? Like we're all, we're all made up of this great, beautiful, bright light. It's just a matter of like, who's deeply aware of it and who's coming to terms with it or who's covered by layers of lampshades. So fascinating. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Like every, Mm. everything is (laughs) neutral. All energy is neutral and it's just what you choose to uh, and you get to choose how you interact with it. And people don't realize that's how powerful they are. And that's how we get tricked into giving away our energy. But really, we are always able to choose what we do with it and how we interact with anything. Mm. Yeah, that's a better word, neutral. <laughs> <laughs> My energy is stupid. <laughs> energy is stupid. <laughs> no, but it's the same thing. <laughs> It's, you've got to you've got to be aware of how you're interacting with it, and it, it makes sense in that way as well. It's very easy to understand that because, yeah, it doesn't have intelligence in the way that we do. Seriously, like, okay. Seriously, you go. Well, <laughs> Why are you so stupid? <laughs> Why are you such a moron? About energies, like what the mm. hell, you guys? <laughs> Whatever, I'm, I'm like feeding the joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, so this is a random question because I look at you and you're like Doctor Who, and <laughs> how did you realize this? Like that we are this powerful. I could only imagine you like laying in bed and it's two a.m. and you're like, oh my god oh my God, it's all, it's all here. It's all for us. Like, I guess not that I want to make you go all the way into your spiritual awakening and beginning. Cause like that is just a whole podcast episode. I've been there before and I'm like, all right guys, buckle up. But the moment where you were like, oh my gosh, like we are infinite, beautiful intelligence and we have so much more agency than we realize. Mm. I think that it, it, for me, it came from just being genuinely so curious and unable to let it go until I was able to really understand and have a strong sense of resonance. And I don't know about you, but like whenever I'm working with the spirit world, whenever I have them there 
connecting with their loved ones and there's accurate information coming through, I see that as an opportunity for them to teach me something about the spirit world because I know I'm connected in a really positive way and I, I know that they can give me insight from that place. So uh, I am just genuinely curious and I get them to show me glimpses and understandings and knowledge that they have remembered since getting back there. And I think that's what mm. has really helped me to have an analogy of everything because, well, not everything. I don't feel like I've, I feel there's so much more to understand than what I have been able to feel like I understand so far. But, um, yeah, I think it just comes from really being curious and taking every opportunity I get where I'm connected to try and learn something new and try and uh, see it. I think that we will never truly be able to understand the, the nature of this, like of our souls and of the spirit world and of this world while we are perceiving everything through the lens of an ego. And I think that's why I'm always shown this information through analogies because it's the only way that can make mm. sense of my, my little dumb, dumb human ego that is trying to understand and interpret all of these things. <laughs> seriously oh my gosh no I there in a couple ways I got to a point where I'm like I'm I'm okay with not knowing everything because then if we knew everything then like I don't know I I kind of love dancing with like this mystery of like I'm gonna it's gonna unfold every single day and then even I remember I was reading this book um the journey of souls by Dr. Mm. Michael Newton He's, he's pretty much like another Dolores Cannon, pretty much. And there is this patient under hypnosis, and he was asking questions like, what can we know about the spirit world, blah, blah, blah. And I just remember this patient saying, like, there's I can't share anymore. Like, I can only share this much. And it's just so yeah. fascinating. I'm like, honestly, respect you guys, because this, this, this little bod and this little brain, I don't know if I can handle it. <laughs> I can handle it. <laughs> It's a lot. Of oh my god! Try and push through our our little brains, isn't it? <laughs> Literally. Uh, so as we're talking about understanding and deep curiosity and reverence for the spirit world, so spiritual awakenings. How can you guide our listeners, like if they're beginning to go through one, and maybe there's signs that they're going through a spiritual awakening but they're but it's it they can brush it off as really subtle like what are yeah you know i'll just stop there because i could just go on and on but trying to trying to over explain the question <laughs> i know what you mean um <laughs> like i think you'd understand this as well even for us who are people who work with the spirit world on a daily basis and like I've been through phases where I've been heavily dedicated to my spiritual connection and then times where I'm just, I just not, I just don't have the energy to it. Like sometimes you just need to be a human. And I think people put this expectation on themselves to be like, no, I need to be um, constantly, constantly evolving and learning something, which I think is beautiful in a way. Mm. But I think sometimes we get so caught up in that, that we forget to just enjoy the human experience. And I think there are times where your soul naturally pulls you towards experiences, to teachers, to lessons, to dedications in a certain 
area of spiritual development. And when you feel that, that is the time to just go for it, to like go all in, balls deep into whatever you're feeling drawn towards and to just be complete. Like it takes dedication and discipline to awaken your spirituality. It's never going to happen out of the blue. Uh, like mm. it's all about trying to achieve these shortcuts and like I'm not trying to um, downplay like plant medicine and things like that but there's not always a shortcut that we can take to having these awakenings and having these uh, awarenesses coming and sometimes being the most spiritual version of yourself is just being a human and just living your life and staying in honor of what you're feeling naturally gravitated towards Mm, amen there is so much i love about that like first of all plant medicine i don't need plant medicine to get where i can go you know what i'm saying like i'm i'm good like i'm already freaking like i'm good Um, and then second of all honestly i couldn't agree more and i i like just chuckle to myself when people are like uh, aliens just take me. I'm like, you guys, being a human, yes, it's crazy. It's crazy out here. But also being a human is so delicious. And like, mm. that's the point. Like, that's literally the point. Like, we're stuck. Yeah. We're stuck. You guys, we're stuck in the body. Like, you might as well enjoy it and eat the cheese and dance. I don't know. I just, I find it so funny and I absolutely resonate. It's like the most spiritual experience is truly reveling in the joy of the human experience and like honoring. Yeah. At least honoring every single day. I Mm. think I have something else today, but I forgot. Um, I, I, what, sorry. I just have something to add to that. And um, it's something that I've really been realizing over the last few days is that um, sometimes the most spiritual thing you can be doing in your life is just doing whatever makes you feel in a good mood. Like it's so simple, but it's so spiritual at the same time. Like that's what we're here to just enjoy. And if we get too disciplined and like, oh, I need to be learning, I need to be feeling amazing, (laughs) we're actually pulling ourselves out of what our soul is naturally taking us to gravitate towards. Absolutely. Okay. I remember what I was going to say. I, I would say at least like two ish years into my journey, I wanted to do everything perfectly. And I was like, okay, if I do everything perfectly, I'll be like, you know, the, the best medium and things will happen faster for me and blah, blah, blah. And it's just hysterical because it's so the opposite and it's so not the case at all. And I would say since I've gotten Reiki certified, I've probably meditated less, but I'm the clearest I've ever been and the most grounded I've ever been. Mm -hmm. But that's also because I'm just really grounded in my energy. And I've realized, oh, like, just be human and enjoy your life. It's not about being rigid and because, yeah, rigidity is also the opposite of the soul experience. It's very much like against the grain. Yeah. Yeah. Something I say to all of my mediumship students is that to like develop effortlessly, you have to give yourself permission to screw it all up and to be (laughs) a complete mess. And once you give yourself that relief, that's when you can actually be connected. But when you're trying to be a perfect, 
perfect within anything, you're pulling yourself out of alignment because you've got that trying, like, I need to be this. But if you just be like, whatever, I'm just going to give it my best and be open to the mm. process. And if I screw it up, it doesn't matter. Then you naturally connect into the effortless nature of your soul and magic naturally happens. Amen. And honestly, I would say what I actually want to start doing too, I don't know, because then it might, might be a little forced, but I've realized when I'm super, super giggly, it's like just like just boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Like I, I had a reading uh, a little bit ago with like a really good friend of mine and we were just laughing our asses off. But it was a beautiful reading because it was so joyful. Mm-hmm. So you guys watch those stand up comedy shows. <laughs> <laughs> Crack some jokes in the car. <laughs> yeah. I call it comediumship. Comedi- when we incorporate fun and jokes into our mediumship (laughs) mediumship you're lying oh my god because i was like medium comedian but comediumship oh my god i love puns and play on words like they're so fun oh my god they're so (laughs) downright silly um so i would love you to share for the listeners what are some of the most potent lessons you've learned from interacting and working with the spirit world? Mm. Well, you know, there's been a few running around my head the last few days, so I'm going to go to them straight away. And it's like you jogging. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, what's going on up there? Okay. <laughs> um, so something that has really clicked for me in a different way and in a different light is that Everything that we attempt to do in spiritual development, in spiritual alignment, it requires the perfect balance of an like a coherent heart and a coherent mind. And basically to have a clear, calm intention in whatever you're trying to achieve, along with an elevated frequency and elevated state of emotion that just creates the balance for magic to happen. But if one of them's out of whack, it doesn't It doesn't work properly. It doesn't work the same. And that's why when you're laughing and you're giggling, you're in your power and you're expanded and it's easy mm. and it's effortless. And like anything spiritual, magical, it should be easy. You just need to be in the right energy and you'd be the same. Like when the most amazing mediumships, mediumships, <laughs> When the most amazing mediumship sessions are happening for you and those connections are like so powerful and the details are coming through so clearly and their presence is so tangible in your space, that spirit connector, it's so easy. And it's because Mm -hmm. uh, we're in the right energy. And when we're trying too hard and when we're in our heads, things don't work the way that they're supposed to and things don't work in a way that is guided by our souls. So I think that balance is so crucial and such a simple way to understand how we should approach everything in terms of connecting mediumistically, connecting psychically to healing work, to manifestation, to anything of that esoteric, you know, sort of thing. Mm. Oh my gosh. Okay. Two things. One, I 
love what you just said. And I feel like it's probably one of the most important things you've said here is it should be easy. It should be effortless because that is the essence of the soul. And it's just hilarious because it just even makes me think about, you know, when when we've been in our mediumship courses and we're getting in the way, we're getting in our own way and we're making it hard on ourselves and we just have to drop in and breathe and, you know, open our awareness up. And it's just, it's just hilarious. It's always, it's always us. And even I always tell clients, I'm like, if, if things don't resonate now, it may resonate later, but also like the error, an error can come from the human. It only comes from the human spirit doesn't lie. So it could be me. I need to dig a little deeper or you, maybe it's news to you, totally news to you. And you may, it may resonate in like a month or so, but I just, I just love what you said a lot. Mm-hmm. I, God dang it. Ugh, you know, it's because we're so silly. I had a second thing that I was going to say and then I forgot, but I think I'll probably remember it again. So yeah. yeah. It'll come back once um, once I start talking again. That's how it always works for me. I'll be like, <laughs> tell people, oh, I had a real good gem, but it's gone. Start talking about something and it'll be back. <laughs> it'll be but back. It'll be back. I do have one more thing that has been really um powerful tool for me to just over the last couple of weeks which is I've just been like going over to the beach walking along the beach and instead of seeing people that I pass by on the street on the beach walking around instead of seeing them as just a person walking along the beach or walking down the street I see that as divine energy incarnated in a human form i see like whatever that soul is doing right now they have chosen to be here like that girl has chosen this experience of running along the beach playing with her dog and look how joyous and beautiful that is that's divine energy and creation happening right there and when you can start to see other people in that way when you can start to see others light in such a clear way that's when you connect into your own so much more like when you connect into your own divinity and you connect into your own magic, because it's always easier to see it within other people first and then recognize it within yourself because of the way our minds and the nature of our minds is so much easier that way. Oh, I love that so much. Like just holding a deep reverence for the creator and creation and synchronicity and like Oh, even though it nothing may even happen, like I meant to be passing by this man on the beach for whatever the heck reason, maybe he was meant to feel my energy and vice versa. But yeah, I love that so much. Okay, I remembered and I'm so pumped and it was so funny because I remembered right when you were like, and number two, I'm like, I can't interrupt him. <laughs> I gotta hold it in. So I wanted to know if you would be able to give like, a layman's term example of the first lesson where you said your mind and your heart have to be in coherence and then you have to have an elevated frequency. Like if you were able to give some kind of example of like taking action or whatever the heck. So in, in terms of like alignment, I guess, which is what we're talking about there. I think the clear intention and the clear, calm, grounded intention is just that you know what you want to be aligning with, you know what you intend Mm. to be doing or attracting. And you try and remove as much anxiety and as much doubt from that process as you can to be as refined and clear. 
as much as those of those intrusive thoughts that you can get out of the way that's bringing you further towards clarity and an elevated state of frequency is just to be in a above in a state above neutrality in a state above your normal state of being and trying to invoke love, trying to invoke joy, trying to invoke any frequency of that higher vibration, because that's what helps us to connect to those higher um, states of being and those higher realities that we are trying to align with. And you can do that just through using your memory, through taking yourself to something that just really made you feel so much joy or a time where you were laughing so much that your stomach hurt or a time that you were just really in love with where you were or who you were with like whatever that is to trigger something within you you can use the experiences that you've already had um, to invoke that frequency and something that i think people respond really really well to to achieve that heightened state of frequency is to remember a moment where they really truly recognized that the spirit world was real mm. or the first amazing experience that they had for themselves where they were like wow this shit is real because that's what connects you into that same frequency as that state of elative wow you know mm-hmm. uh you know the usual <laughs> <laughs> and also the word wow like just that word in itself if you can say that and feel it through your body that's also achieving you that frequency like wow i just you stand- can be owen wilson literally <laughs> I am. <laughs> Owen Wilson is my spirit animal because one of my most powerful manifestation techniques <laughs> is, is to stand in the shower and just say wow over and over again and feel it in my body because it connects you into the frequency of miracles. Like whenever you see something and you say wow, you're seeing something amazing, you're seeing something that touches your soul. And if you can just just try it, like get next time you're in the shower, just go, wow, 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 wow. <laughs> <laughs> and your partner's like, all right, <laughs> wow. What the hell is he doing in that? Having a good time. The first time I did this, I thought he was out and I was home alone and he came in and I was, I was in there saying wow to myself and he was like, what the hell is going on <laughs> oh my god you're like babe i'm manifesting as a vacation just give me a moment <laughs> let me have this just don't ask questions <laughs> you have this sit your little butt down and just watch me oh my god i'm dying. wait actually i'm so curious i want to ask more questions about this so you you get in the state of wow and then do you conjure up the feeling of the manifestation you're looking for or like you're hoping to align with and step into? Mm. I have gotten to a point where I am not discrediting having like specific things that you want to align with. But I think that just by being in the right state of frequency and releasing expectations of what is going to show up or how it's going to present itself it creates so much more magic that way because if you're putting totally. like a requirement on how you expect it to show up and you're putting such a specific nature on it i find that can be something that blocks us 
as well. Yeah. So I kind of just, I just work on the frequency and I just Mm -hmm. am open to whatever blessings and miracles show up as a result of that. I love that. Oh, thank you for sharing. Yeah, because I thought that was interesting. And I'm like, I feel like this will be really cool for listeners to understand because as we know, there's all these manifestation people out there and all these manifestation techniques. And there's a lot that gets so convoluted. And it's actually really funny. I'm releasing an episode tomorrow about what I've been learning and understanding about manifesting. Like for the last two years, I've been actually consciously manifesting where I'm like, okay, I really, really want to align myself with this. Like typically I would just be ADHD, like a nutball. I mean, I already am, but just be like, oh my God, this happened. And I just, I'm like, okay, this, I don't want this to be like a chaotic experience. I really want this to be conscious and kind of all that I'm, all that I've learned so far. So I was just like, I'm curious. Um, so the last bout of questions is what did you not expect when stepping into working as a psychic medium and connecting to the spirit world? Hmm. Well, I'm not sure these are the most positive um, (laughs) answers, but I think they are valuable. And I think that I didn't expect there to be like so much drama and (gasps) and what like with the industry I'm talking about like when housewives they're like (laughs) yeah (laughs) no i think for me like i i thought that people who were on this journey people who were looked up to and i'm not saying like everyone's i just think we before we go into this we we look up to people in such a amazing way and we go oh my god they have achieved so much they are incredible they must just be the most perfect person and we pedestal that and we create distance from that and from aligning with what we admire within them. But really, once you're amongst it all, you realize everyone is so human. Everyone is so real. And the the little dramas and the jealousy and like the everything reflects itself amongst the spiritual community as well. So it's something that I feel is important for people to know because I don't think anyone has perfect information and anyone should be taken for 100% truth in what they have to share. I think that everything is an interpretation and uh, everything is affected and influenced by our opinions upon what we are connected into. And people who say that they have perfect information or everything that they say is 100% accurate that's a, a red flag to me. And I think that's something that uh, we need to have a bit of awareness of. And when I was first starting, people who I resonated with, I was like, they are, I believe everything that they say. I believe everything that they have to share. And it took me a long time to find discernment within this industry and to 
really be in honor of what resonated with me and not with just, oh, I look up to this person, I believe everything that they have to say. And I think I'm saying to do this for me as well, like for everyone who's listening, I'm saying don't believe everything I say because I'm still understanding and learning as I go and do and believe and trust what resonates with your own soul. Mm. No, I love that you shared that. And I would say I could also agree. Um, I mean, even though I've only been in this industry professionally for like a couple of years, I it's I'm pretty floored at the people. Yeah, the people that I've met. And it's crazy. I li- I had fallouts with practitioners last year. I'm like, no way. Like, there's no way you would have fallouts with practitioners. There's no way there's people out there that would do that to you or talk about you that way. But honestly, it's, and I, I also resonate with you in the sense of, yeah, I'm a very doe-eyed, bright-eyed. I, I am so open-minded and so trusting and accepting. And I think that's probably maybe why I'm a good medium because I'm just really open. I'm like, and I don't, I just really, I don't know. I don't really, really don't judge people. I try my best not to judge people. And, but then sometimes that's like me kind of being like, oh, I'm, I, you know, it's not just like all the, you know, what's on the paper, what's on the Instagram. It's so much about the energy and like how you really, really feel with them. Um, yeah. So I couldn't agree more. And it's even, it's also important for everyone. Like, we are not everyone's medium. And that's why if people don't resonate with what we say, then they're going to go to another medium. But then that's why let's say I've connected with you because I'm like, oh my God, I so resonate with what he says. It makes so much sense to me and probably vice versa. So it's okay. Like our soul resonates with this. So, and it's so important too for even um, listeners to be discerning of well of practitioners because there's people out there that we'll take advantage of you which is absolutely horrible but it happens there's shitheads everywhere doesn't matter where you are (laughs) exactly we're all still learning we're all still we're all making it up as we go along pretty much no one is perfect and no one should be you know like pedestaled in that way where people give their power away and trust everything that they say so oh my god no, we're all I just walking each other totally. home. That's what I love that saying, Ram Das. We're all just walking each other home. We are all just walking each other. Wait up! <laughs> Come on, girl. Get in the car, bitch. Oh my God. Uh, Sean, I have had so much fun connecting with you. I'm so happy we finally found the time to connect and just giggle and have beautiful conversations about spirit. So thank you so, so much. Um, How can the people find you? Is there anything right now that you're promoting or you're excited to release? Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I am. I am currently right in the midst of planning the most incredible Bali mediumship retreat. And I'm bringing one of my original teachers who she is such a phenomenal medium. She's not on Instagram. She's not on, uh, like she bet you cannot find her anywhere. She just has done everything through word of mouth, but she teaches along Tony Stockwell and Lynn Probert like every, every year. And she is so incredible. So I'm bringing her 
to Bali and we are going to just have a week of spiritual development of magic of mystical experiences connecting mm. in just incredible ways we're gonna do galactic seances and connect yes! it's just gonna be amazing and i like with these events i'm sure you've been to like week-long retreats and development places have you done anything like that before like a full week in your development you know what's crazy i have never gone to a physical retreat Oh my gosh. And I need to go to one. I know. Well, like <laughs> the development that comes out of showing up for a full week and being like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, like mm-hmm. the full days and being away from your regular environment, away from your distractions and just really present and uh, learning at such an in- intense but also beautiful and peaceful way the development that happens in such a short amount of time is mind-blowing. Like I've done week-long events where I have learned twice as much as what I've learned in a six-month development program online with one class a week because the intensity of it and the uh, complete immersion of it, like it just creates such an incredible, incredible opportunity to expand and learn and like, for anyone who's listening, if you are thinking it's something you'd love to do, but you're a completely beginner, like it is something that is open to absolutely everyone. And myself, and I'm sure you, like whenever we start something new, whenever we start with a new place, we feel like beginners as well. And it's not the place to go. Those aren't the places to go and be perfect, you know, like to get everything right and just have perfect experiences and learn it and just like amaze yourself constantly. Those are the places where you go to really like just push yourself out of your comfort zone and see what you can experience that's new. So because of that, we're going to have like a group of people all developing alongside each other who are more new, who need to learn from the foundational aspect and from the, uh, yeah, from alongside other people who are at that same point. And then we're also going to have a class of more advanced people who are wanting to really stretch themselves, push themselves further and try different things. And then so myself and Diane, we're going to split up our time and share each group. And then we are going to also have times where I'm going to say, I'm doing this. I'm bringing people to do a galactic seance. Who wants to come with me? Diane will say we're going to do trans mediumship and this so who wants to come with me and people can choose where they feel most drawn towards to just have like a perfectly aligned and tailored experience and it's just going to be cool so that's what I'm promoting at the moment oh my gosh I am so excited I know I remember seeing that and it looks absolutely stunning I'm so so excited oh thank you again so so much i so appreciate you thank you so much for having me it was a lot of fun yay we did it such a juicy delicious episode thank you so much you guys for listening and being here and again supporting the podcast supporting my mission it means the world to me to show up every day serve you this way and have you beautiful listeners listen it is so wonderful Again, make sure to follow Sean at Sean Collins 
on Instagram. I'll put all of that in the show notes. I also think it's Sean Collins Medium. Don't worry, I'll have his stuff in the show notes. All of the links are also on his Instagram profile. He has free courses. He he has self-guided courses. He also has group courses. He does private readings. He has all kinds of things. And then of course, his freaking Bali retreat, which honestly, that's going on my manifestation list. What? And then there's me. There's beautiful me. If you're looking to work with me, head to my website at themodernmedium.co. I have various ways to work with you. And I am also, again, I have repeated it and I will never stop repeating it. I am in person in Orange County. I'm able to see you in person and I'm so, so excited. So simply just purchase and then we'll just kind of go from there. We're going to get it sorted. Don't you worry. And make sure to follow me on Instagram at the modern medium underscore. Make sure to email me with any questions. Hello at themodernmedium.co. Make sure to follow the podcast. Share this episode with anyone that you believe needs it. And don't miss out. I would love to have you a part of my Meet Your Spirit Guides group coaching program. The beautiful price, the early bird price for the first few that sign up is limited. So please hurry. I already have a couple clients that have snagged their spots, snagged their seats. And I am so, so excited. I love you all so, so much. And I will see you next time. Hey.